This is Harry Hog Football. On today's show, we talk about the game between the Washington Redskins and the Pittsburgh Steelers and how we towel snap them. <laughs> we talk about the injury report. We talk about who should be cut and the Cowboys scoreboard being too low and much, much more. Live with Aaron, Josh, and John. Yo, 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 what's up, y'all? Yo, 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 what's happening? What's happening? <laughs> Greetings, my excellent friends. Hail victory. I just like saying greetings, my excellent friends. Better Acapella like we I'll, did last time. I like it better friends. when you do it like that, rather than having the recording. my excellent friends. Anyway, excellent. welcome to excellent... Episode 179, Welcome following excellent. excellent episode, <laughs> following a victory, as John Woo! put it, we towel snap the Steelers, and got a win, <laughs> got a W. And with that being said, use burgundy towels, dude. Do you guys have any other opening remarks before we just you know go into? Um, uh, well. We didn't get to see Ben Roethlisberger. Okay. That was a great opening remark, dude. No, it's a good if you think about it, right? Because we're <laughs> we're starting our first team. Seriously, cut the crickets. We, we started our first team yeah. players. They did not have the opportunity to do that. Well, I don't know if he Just could have helped them any since they got a touchdown on their opening drive. I think uh, they started their entire uh, defense first team. Yeah. And Charlie yeah. Bass well, there you is go. no scrub. And if you want to get technical about it, um, wait, did we start Randy Thomas? We did this week. Oh, well, there goes that idea. You know, speaking about them starting their defense, John, I think I only saw Troy Polamalu one time. Oh, yeah, he was in there like on the that, um, He was in there that on that coverage pass. on that first deep pass by Jason Campbell, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's it. I didn't really see much, you know, I didn't really see much out of him. I expected to see more. Uh, you know, you look for those key players when whoever it is we're playing, and I expected to see more. I just, I didn't see him. Well, you're not going to see more of him since he's on the cover of Madden. He's done, he's done mm, for. Oh, that's true. That's true. Anyway. He's on the cover of Madden this year? That's true. Yeah, him and Larry Fitzgerald. Oh, man, they're both going to the curse. seasons. Mm. Everyone knows the curse. Yeah. They're done. Don't even Do draft not pick them. Do not pick them in folks. your fantasy team. Mm-mm. There you go. Um, say that. Okay. So with that being said, dudes, um, we might as well just get straight into it. The, <coughs> first, the first one. Are you all right, dude? Excuse me, dude, guys. Mm, try yeah. turning away from the mic, man. Seriously. Dude, seriously. Mm, I think I you got some on me. All right. <sighs> Sorry, man. Um, you. With that being said, dudes, it's time. Since we forgot last week, to go ahead and give out our. I forgot. And now, the coveted and ever elusive <laughs> Game Ball Award. Aaron, I like how you did that. To go ahead and give our. And now, the ever elusive. <laughs> <laughs> At least you didn't say and now and then play it. <laughs> and now. And now. And now. And go, now. Anywho. Yeah. But I'll tell you. We're we're only the best professionals here at Harry Hog Football. In case you haven't heard us before and you're just tuning in on episode 179, 
go back and check us out, say, you know, episode eight <laughs> or something. And we're still making the same, <laughs> we're still making the same mistakes we did back then. Only the uh, best for Perry Hall or something. Football. That's right. Only the best. With that being said, although uh, I got to say it was not, it was great as we go into our game ball awards here. It was great to be able to podcast live with one another last week, um, as that is a rarer occasion these days. Being that we all live for in us to all three be in exactly yeah. for us to all three be in the same. Even room. though me and Josh so had to share a mic, it was still all right. We did, dude, and and you know, Aaron had just eaten some big garlic thing, and it was it was rough. But no, dude, for... it was a Johnsonville Bold that I ate. Uh... Anyway. <laughs> the game balls, dude. Um, John, go ahead and throw yours yeah. out. Oh, game ball. Well, let's see. Being preseason, and preseason is a time when the unexpected person can rise up and contribute. Um, I'm going to bypass any of the starters, the, the obvious ones, such as uh, Arakpo, the real deal. Um, and I am, let me see, I've got two guys that I'm thinking about, both offensive players. I'm going to have to pick one or the other. So I'm going to go with my dog, Marco Mitchell, the seventh-round draft pick out of Nevada, Reno. Pack. That's a good pick, dude. Uh, you know. <laughs> I was surprised you picked that one because I think you were uh, you had a lot to say about. Um, well, well, we'll see who we'll see who others pick here in a minute, and then I'll finish that comment. Yeah, Marco Mitchell had Should a I go fantastic in? game. We all know he had a touchdown, um, and and I know exactly who you're thinking of, Josh. I'm going to leave that one for Aaron because I think he's going to pick him because I think that's Aaron's new dog this year. Because what Aaron often does, uh-huh. if he picks somebody that he hates. Initially, like Derek Dockery when he was a rookie, Aaron hated him. He was like, man, he sucks. And after a while, I was like, dude, he's not that bad. And Aaron's like, I don't care. He sucks. And then a little while later, I'm like, dude, he's pretty good. And he's like, yeah, he's doing okay. And then next thing you know, he's like, dude, Derek Dockery's good. Oh, <laughs> uh, with well, that being said, dude, I'm not going to pick Justin Tryon. <laughs> <laughs> However, dude, he did play I don't better. care how well that guy played better than he did in the first game. That guy still needs to be cut. Yeah, he, he didn't play um, that bad, actually. But I think I'm going to have to give mine out to um, Fred Davis. I knew it. Josh, mm-hmm. was that your what you were yeah. thinking, too? No, you know, I was thinking more um, – are they going to make the team? Are they going to make the practice squad standouts? And I was thinking, uh, I was actually thinking, John, that you were going to bring up, um, what's his name? Dorsey. Dominique Dorsey? Um, I thought you guys were. Uh, we can talk yeah. about that later. Okay. But can I comment on my pick, dude? Yeah, I'm going to comment on yeah. mine too, but go ahead. All right, the reason I picked Fred Davis was because on two consecutive plays, he made up for his one and one called fumble last week. Because one fumble is one alleged fumble. Yeah, alleged is a good word for it. If you'll remember correctly, on special teams, he caused the Steelers to fumble. I think he recovered it, if I'm not mistaken. He at least caused. I don't the fumble. remember if you. I don't think he recovered it. He did cause the fumble. I think someone else recovered it. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. He caused the fumble, and then on the very next play from scrimmage, he went over the over the middle and. Caught a what fifteen yard touchdown pass from Chase Daniel, something like that. Yeah, might have been an eighteen yard touchdown pass. So yeah, he basically made amends for the week before, 
And yeah, that was fantastic. That's why he gets my And game. the other touchdown was uh, my dog, Marco Mitchell, um, where he caught a pass. I don't remember how long, but he ended the day uh, three for 21, and he had a touchdown as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Josh? True. How about yours, Dave? Um, I, I guess I have a couple. Uh, again, and these are these are offensive players. Although I typically go to the defensive side of the line, but since we're mixing it up here, I mean, I think the obvious obvious game ball, and a lot of people are getting all excited and getting all you know crazy about uh, about Chase Daniel um, oh, stepping in there. I, I'm at, sorry, uh, I'm sorry. Did you, did Joe Theismann? Did you just say Chase Daniels? I, just, I said Chase Daniel, Daniel. not plural. Okay, I said okay. it with, without an There's S. only one sure. of them. Unlike the professional sportscasters, we try to get their names right here on Harry Hog Football. Man, they were too easy, um, busy eating Papa John's pizza. Joe Thiesman. <laughs> Chase Daniels, Chase Daniels. Um, as a matter of fact, I, somebody else commented about it. I think I saw that on like the DC Sports blog, or the DC Sports blog. I think it was uh, Dan Steinberg's. Thing. I so, commented uh, on anyway. it on HarryHogFootball.com. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I don't know about Mr. Um, Steinberg over there at the Post. I think his comment, uh, I think Dan Steinberg's comment was uh, was uh, Just like basically John Adams uh, said over at HarryHogFootball.com. <laughs> comma. He pretty much did say that. He did. Okay. He said. Uh, he said we should purge Chase Daniels from the local lexicon, or at least start. Start mixing in some references to Colt Brennan's. <laughs> Colt. <laughs> nice. Colt Brennan's. Colt Brennan's what? Um, anyway. Cake. <laughs> but, we, uh, but we digress. Colt Brennan's. Um, so anyway, uh, yeah, we all, saw, we all saw what Jason Campbell's did. And, um, more, more appropriately. And Todd Collin. We saw what Todd Collin came in and did. Would that be Todd um, Collins? No, Todd Collin. Ah. Todd <laughs> there's no There's no S there. All right, yeah. Um, so, Chase Daniels, i got to give a shout-out. I also really want to give a, a little game ball. Well, not a little one. I mean, I think it's uh, I think he's. It, it's an obvious thing to um, to Marcus Mason as well. Oh, man. Um, yeah. So, that's... Dude. That's... Uh, Dude, Solid. You, Before we move on to game or to kicks, Josh, yeah, let's let's talk about Marcus Mason, shall we? And Dorsey. Well, does Aaron need to give his game? I ball? gave mine, dude. But we would also be—he didn't get a game ball from us this week. But we'd be remiss if we did not mention the play of one Brian Arakpo, number ninety-eight. Who's? Yeah, but you know he's a starter. We know he's going to start. Rookie. He's going to be the real deal. He's going to be awesome. He's the real there's, deal. There's no denying he that. He is the he's real deal. In. He's the he's real gonna, deal. He's stepping in. He's he's a starter from day one. This guy is the real deal, Brian Arakpo. But even as a starter, That's dude, it. he shined. That's true. And 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 I don't know. Did we bring this up on the podcast last week, John? About we were talking about who we were comparing him to in in certain ways. I don't think so. It's it. It's basically someone that I don't mention, but you guys always bring up for some reason. No, and, uh, no, we just talked about this in the uh, in in my television room. That's right. We, you know, if you think back to um, to Lavar Arrington coming in uh, out of Penn State, who? and and you and you watch <laughs> and you watch Brian Arakpo, who? Um, what we kind of what we kind of talked who about did? were obviously we know that Lavar Arrington had. Uh, 
you know, a very short career, um, but he uh, he played some great football during that time, and uh, I believe he was a three-time Pro Bowler. Um, you know, came in with his famous LeVar Leap. He was he was the real deal coming into the game, and then uh, you see Brian Arakpo come in like this, and there's just something that's reminiscent of uh, of LeVar Arrington here as uh, as he comes in. Um, He's able to play, uh, able to play linebacker, but over there at the end, I just see him coming in and making sacks um, like Lavar was capable of, and possibly even being greater than Lavar. Of course, there are some other comparisons as well. You know, Lavar was plagued with injuries, and uh, it makes me a little concerned to know that you know we've we've picked up Arakpo and he's already had some knee injuries and this sort of thing. Um, Although he's been healthy so far he does, this year in preseason and everything, this is back in his, his college career. We're talking about that. That's true. He's been he's been healthy in preseason. I just hope that those injuries don't carry over into his professional career yeah. and end up, um, you know, hurting him in that way. I hope he stays healthy and can have a good, long, healthy career with the Redskins, doing what we've seen so far, which is a very limited amount of amount of time for us to really take a look at this guy. But from what we've seen, he is the real deal. And uh, I hope he continues to do that for many years to come. Yeah, absolutely. I've said my piece. There you go. Phew. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, dudes, yeah, Arakpo, he's the real deal. Yeah, he, he is for real. So, Aaron, Aaron has no comment. You have, you have no comment, Aaron, other than to just say. I think anyway. he pretty much wrapped and, it up and, as far as he was concerned. He was in the backfield a lot. And they were double teaming him from like the second play on. Yeah, they had to double team him, and they had Big Fat Albert in there to double team as well. Which let Cornelius Griffin get a sack, and Andre Carter was in the backfield a lot, and yep. it was looking pretty encouraging for the, the defensive Redskins line was looking That's fantastic. The, the problem now suddenly is we don't have great linebackers anymore, and and the secondary yeah. Carlos Rogers. Well, we know about Carlos Rogers. Mm-hmm. One thing <laughs> oh, that I was really getting yeah. mad Isn't he about. he hurt again? Didn't I, didn't I see he's hurt? I guess we'll get to that yeah, when the injury report comes We'll get up, to right? that, the injury report, but yeah. One thing I was really mad about during the game is we kept, our defense was looking awesome on first and second down, and they kept giving up these long third downs. And I'm hoping that we were giving those up because they were trying out, like, defensive uh, defensive backs like playing them out on an island, like allegedly uh, Blosh was doing with Justin Tryon. Hey! Um, in the first game, playing them one on one, some man on man, you know, type of situations. You know, seeing how those guys can do out there, like on an island, as they say. Um, I'm really hoping there was a little bit of that going on, and very well could have been because it's preseason. They're gonna try stuff out, try some different things. I know Fred Smoot played some safety in this last game against Pittsburgh, Smoot. so. You know, I remember one play. Deal. Apparently, we're going to see a lot of the starters um, in this game coming up on Friday night. So hopefully, cool. they'll look much better and be able to hold on third down. And it's a national game, from what I hear. Eight That's right, CBS Friday night, eight o'clock. Don't forget, it's Friday, not Saturday. <laughs> Oh yeah, they have that like epic, epic going to battle music that they play. The epic going to battle music, like at the beginning of like Gladiator. You know, people like the ESPN music and they like the the Fox 
Fox music and all this stuff. I rather like this. I think my favorite is the CBS music because Aaron, you're right. It is like gladiators. They have like the like the ding 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 with the bells, you know, and everything going on. <laughs> and just not like little dinky little Christmas bells either, like the big ass Liberty Bell size bells and everything. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, dude, it's awesome. It's especially awesome when there's football on. <laughs> uh huh. I like it. Okay, with, like the music with, the that, with that being said, let's just go ahead and move into our next segment. It's time for this week's Kicking the Balls Award. <laughs> All right, Kicking the Balls Award brought to you by Man Pond International. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, nice. Anyway, here we oh, go. You're not going to explain that one. You're, you're not. You're not going to plug the uh, sponsor. <laughs> um, no, that's enough. For you. <laughs> if he does, dude, it's, he, he can plug it all himself. Oh man. Anyway, here, here we go. <laughs> was that a rim shot, John? That was it. That was a rim shot. Okay. I, the uh, <laughs> sponsor plug. I didn't see this story. Um, yeah. But apparently, John Adams reports that. Stefan Heyer has been named the starter at right tackle already. That is true. How does that, that go with the kick in the balls? Yeah. Are you are you kicking Stefan Heyer in his weird body shape? <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, dude. I accidentally skipped down. <laughs> no, I'm kicking Justin oh, Tryon. Dude, Aaron. Aaron, seriously. Dude, I've had a long day. I had to get up at 6 and then I had class until like 8.30. Oh, man. His weird body shape. <laughs> He's kind of shaped like a top. All right, excuse excuse me on that one. All right, here's my here's my kick. I'm giving my kick to Justin Tryon, um, even though he did better than last week. He's seriously, dude. dude harsh. You, couldn't find, you couldn't find anybody better to give you a kick to than Justin Tryon. Dude, no, that's real, that's no. pretty harsh. No, he's an easy target. <laughs> <laughs> and here's why I'm giving it to him. I watched him on one play in particular, where the dude came across on one of those slants, like. They've been doing on him all game. He had Reed Dowdy right behind him for safety help. And he went behind the guy and let him catch it. Dude. Dude, you're going to kick him for one play even though he was much improved on all of his other plays? <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, that's cool Seriously. if that's what you want to do, man. I mean, that's that's it's your kick. Dude. Just it's, saying. It's my prerogative, dude. <laughs> um. <laughs> like Bobby Brown used to say. You can dude. do what you want to do. It's my brother. Since you brought him up, dude, how about a shout-out to Reed Dowdy, though, man? Guy still remains solid. I'm sorry. He's in there at the end of every play. Dude, I'm telling you, he's he's the new special teams leader on this on the Washington Redskins. He is ma- he's he's the new James up. Thrash. He is the new James Thrash. I think you're exactly right. There you go. So, anyway, uh, there you go. All right. Okay, well, that's fine. I'm sure Daryl Green will be sad to hear that when he listens to this podcast. Uh this week. Sorry, Daryl. And Daryl, yeah. if you are listening you for a hundred dollars, I'll sign a football and send it to you. <laughs> let me just let me just say this disclaimer. <laughs> hey, we gotta pay for this. Is, this is for Daryl. <laughs> the opinions spoken by Aaron on this podcast are not necessarily the opinions of Josh and John. But they very well could be. We'll let you know. <laughs> <laughs> um Let's see. I'll tell you who I'm going to give my kick in the balls to, and it's uh, I'm going to stay on the offensive side of the ball here, and it's going to go to uh, not 
quarterback Jason Campbell. Hmm. Because, you know, because he's a starter, and I'm trying to avoid those guys. I'm looking at guys that are fighting for position. Clincher the clincher. And that said, I'm going to kick the other guy as opposed to my game ball for Chase Daniel. I'm going to Dude, kick Cole Brennan. Because <laughs> oh, man. I'm kicking cuz. He was pretty bad. Yeah, he was. Dude. He was bad. Dude needed to step up and shine, and he did just the opposite, including throwing that pick that could have cost us the game. Could have cost the Redskins the game. Mm-hmm. Oh, it could have easily I cost know it's us only the pre-season. game because even if he would have thrown it out of bounds, we would have kicked a field goal there. Yep. You're right. It kept it within reach for the for the Pittsburgh Steelers there. It kept it at a four-point game. And, uh, you know, he had you. the same exact personnel in for him as Chase Daniel had in as well, the same guys. And they were also both doubly lucky because Devin Clark, number 62, <laughs> the tackle that absolutely just – he sucked. He's horrible. He's probably one of the worst guys on the team. Dude, he was better this in the second game. This guy is absolutely game. just atrocious at blocking anything. No, dude, he made and better plays. He was injured. He was injured. He was out this last game. So neither one of them had to deal oh, with his right. complete ineptness. Wait, I thought he was in there. I thought he made better <laughs> plays this week. No, dude. Devin Thomas or Devin Devin Clark was out for the oh, game no. sixty two. He did not play. You know who I'm thinking of? That Dixon guy. Dude, the reason the reason you thought they made better plays is because he wasn't. <laughs> Maybe that's, that's exactly it. what I'm saying. They both had the same advantages of having that guy out, including and they had the rest of the uh, the offensive line as well. And receivers to work with. So yeah, cuz Colt Brennan. Huh. Dude, seriously. That's a good, that's a good one. That's Josh. a good kick, dude. There right, you go. John. All right. Well, I know it's we're Jessica going for guys Simpson that fight curse. for roster spots, and I'm not going for a starter, although he has been a starter at times. But my kick goes to Liddell Betts. <laughs> Absolutely. Dude didn't play because guess what? Liddell Betts was hurt again. And dudes, I know Liddell Betts has stepped in and and provided some great starting running back time for the Washington Redskins in the last few years when Clinton Portis has been sidelined. But other than those stretches when Clinton Portis is hurt and he's out, Liddell Betts has sucked. And he's hurt all the time. Ever since he's been drafted, he's hurt all the time. And dude fumbles a lot. And, John, we had a conversation about this, and I think we agree that we would like to see this happen this year. We would like to see Liddell Betts, Betts be – I don't know if Josh Dudes, agreed with us. And this. that brings us back around to what I said earlier. We need to talk about Marcus Mason. And Josh was talking about that. Let's Yeah, let's 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 talk about that whole can of worms there because I, it's not necessarily so much, Aaron, that I don't think we said we want to see Liddell Best be cut, but I think what we said was what you said. we could see Marcus Mason. We could see Liddell Betts being cut. I said I do. No, I, I want, want to. to see Liddell Betts yeah. be cut and Marcus Mason be kept as the backup with Rock Cartwright as the third running back. Kick returner and special teams leader. And I'd also like to I'd also gotcha. like to see Dorsey given a shot. Mm-hmm. And then Marcus Mason being the number two. Like yeah, see, absolutely. I, Dude has vision. I like to see Mason Dude as the number vision. two. He doesn't Dude, Aaron, you're gonna say the same thing. Watch, I like to see Mason as the number two right now. And I'd like to see Dorsey given a shot at punt returns and kick returns on occasion. Yeah. 
and maybe he could come are you, in as are a number Are you saying two. you you want to see him get a good shot and possibly cut Rock Cartwright? No, I'm not saying cut Rock Cartwright. I'm saying keep him on the roster as that third D that doesn't really play that much, but has a chance. And keep Dorsey on there as a special teamer and returner. But didn't they say that Dorsey doesn't mm-hmm. play special team? No. Dorsey plays special teams. I don't know. I guess we'll find out on uh, on Friday. They said he doesn't play the other way, right? The uh, defense on special teams. <laughs> the well, dude, can we, can we use this? No, Mason. No, <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. This, um... Dude, all right, I got my facts straight now. They were talking about how Mason doesn't play special teams and how that hurts his chances of making a team. That's because Mason should be a backup running back and, and could possibly one day be a starter. He probably could start for a team like the Bengals. Dude, he has <laughs> awesome vision. Dude has got great vision. He gets the ball. Liddell Betts gets the ball. And runs. And he just runs forward like he's running <laughs> to a brick wall. Like, boom, boom. Oh, man, I just ran into the back of, you know, Casey Raybach's chaotic funk again. Yeah, like Instead Lid- of looking up and seeing where the holes are in the offensive line. Like Liddell Betts might as well just, he knows the plays, right? He might as well just close his eyes when he runs them because if there's something in his way, he just runs into it. He didn't try to go <laughs> exactly. around or through or. That's true. That's true. But Mason, you watch him, you watch him run downfield and he's like, you know, he, he makes these cuts where he's, he's cutting, but somehow he's making yardage at the same time and he's, he's finding the holes and, and yeah, I totally agree with you. Yeah. I and totally the, agree with And you. the thing with him, I know some people, I've already talked to some people this week about this and they're just like, oh man, he's too much like Clinton Portis, man. You know, we need, we need a big bruiser back. Well, Liddell Betts is not that big bruiser back. Liddell, unless he's talking about bruising Casey Raybox back. Dudes, we've got you know a big bruiser saying? back. He, we have Mike Sellers yes. to be our big bruising back. I know, dude. That's well, our bruising back. Well, that's where I was going to go. Dude. What's what's the injury situation there? Did oh, he come back? We'll, we'll Do get we know? to that. Is he okay? We'll get to that. Yeah, we'll get to that. On our injury report. I don't see him on our well, itinerary. Don't we'll panic, on people. There. All I'm saying is don't panic about Mike Sellers. Don't panic. <laughs> Caveman. And, and see that that for me segues right into the uh, to the tight end situation also because um, you know Mike Sellers is our is our only real fullback again right? for the second year in a row. Mm-hmm. We don't so need another one. if Mike Sellers goes down, we're without a fullback. So where are we where are we on the tight ends? I mean, how you know because we we end up pushing Mike Sellers outside to pick up those little passes anyway. It's like. I don't know. I mean, where are we beyond Cooley Dude, at this point? Are we comfortable with our tight ends? You, are we comfortable with just having Mike Sellers as the only fullback? Do we need to go shopping at this no. point? I'm perfectly Dude, I mean, comfortable with Fred Davis as the second tight end. And Todd Yoder, right. I guess, is the third tight end. We can always bring back the cause. <laughs> yeah, and dude, well, as far as like the fullback situation goes, I always consider a fullback on a football team kind of like seat warmers on your car. It's nice to have, but you don't necessarily <laughs> have to have one to win the game. Are you, so you think like like Cooley or Fred Davis, the two of them lead blocking will be enough? Yeah, yeah. I think so. That's what I'm asking. Yeah, dude, dude. I think so. Well, especially if Betts is going to be in there. That. Well, if Betts is going to be in there, yeah, because it's not like he like follows. The I think we. I just worry if Mike Sellers gets hurt, <laughs> we don't have anybody to fill. That's a. That, those are big shoes to fill, literally. Yeah, and I agree with that. And, I worry about that a lot. 
And it's not like, dudes, it's not like the Redskins haven't drafted people to try to fill to fill the roster to back him up. It's like none of them have panned out is the problem. Right. Who's the so, dude? Who's the backup fullback right now? Um. Uh, anyway. Let's see. So you guys are saying that you would Big rather John. keep. Big John. Big bad you guys John. Would ra- <laughs> hey, dudes. You guys would rather keep the backup fullback, whoever he is, rather than either Dorsey or Mason, one of those two guys. Well, right now, I think the backup fullback is that Eddie Williams dude, um, who is kind of a fullback tight end type player guy. I'm looking up right now, I'm looking up the depth chart to see exactly what the official line is on that. And it is, in fact, Mike Sellers, Eddie Williams, and then blank. <laughs> so they don't even have more than two of them in camp, which shows you how much ever value they put on fullbacks. Ever. Yeah. Uh. I'd, it'd be interesting to look at other hey, squads and see how many. Let's go back to the. Um, since, since we're on the um, offensive side of the line, can we go back and talk about quarterbacks for a second? Oh yeah, um, I think we need to talk. Yeah, definitely. We, we've talked about Chase Daniel and we've talked about Colt Brennan. Uh, we haven't really touched on Todd Collin uh, very much, <laughs> and you know, and his performance uh, stepping in. Of course, we all saw Jason Campbell kind of stinking up the place. He did not have a very good night. Um, you know what yeah. are uh, what are our feelings about the quarterbacks at this point in time? Uh, if you had to cut a quarterback today, if they came to you today and said you have to cut one of these guys, who's it going to be? Chase Daniel. I'm undecided. I. I I, of course, would lean to cutting Colt Brennan. I kicked him this week, and I gave Chase Daniel a uh, game ball. Um, anybody can have an off night, though. I don't think we've seen enough. Anybody can have a good night, and anybody can have an off you night. You said based on today. So I don't think that. Right today. And judging from what I've seen in preseason, to today, I would that, cut Colt Brennan, personally. What do you feel about uh, Todd Collins? I can't stand him. I think he's still the number two, and if Jason Campbell goes down, he is the quarterback I would call. Absolutely, positively, 100%. Ty Collins would come in to back him up. Yeah, I'd call him in too, but I don't like him. <laughs> Can I just, just point something like out, him. though? <laughs> let, me, let me point something out. Jace, uh, both both uh, Colt Brennan and Chase Daniel have taken more snaps in the past five years than Todd Collins has in the last ten. Yeah, but those were college snaps. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. What about in their whole careers, including college? Well, I know Todd Collins has stepped in and done maybe better than Jason Campbell has with some of the starting offense in that uh, Colt Brennan and Chase Daniel have played with a bunch of guys who aren't going to make the team mm-hmm. and against a bunch of guys who that's aren't going to make the other teams. Mm-hmm. Well, that's true. I'll take that, that veteran true. backup like Todd Collins – any day. I'll take him too, but I'd still like to see one of these two other guys being, um, what's the word, developed over the next couple years and see what happens. I would like to see him be developed. Now, the question is, which guy do you develop, or do you try to develop both of them? I think I don't <laughs> think they can keep four quarterbacks. You can only. I think it's possible one that Chase Daniel could land on the uh, on the practice squad. Mm-hmm. 
because he's a yeah, rookie, and I could see him staying there because I don't, I don't know if another team would actually go after him. Or if we go another two weeks and with performances comparable to the other night where um, Chase Daniel plays well and Colt Brennan doesn't, then we could see Colt Brennan go to there also. Yeah, that's very true. He could go back. Or if one of these guys just absolutely you know, sucks it the last two games. And incidentally, I've heard, and this is an unverified source, but I've heard that one of those two uh, young quarterbacks will not play at all this Friday. Really? Really? Really, really. Why is that? that it's going to be mostly Jason Campbell and then a little bit of Todd Collins, and we might see one of the third guys, but we're not going to see both of them. So then the last is game. that because we're gearing into gearing into the season? Well, yeah, two games yeah, down I think and... it is because you, as you guys probably know out there, the third game of the preseason is basically the real tune-up for the regular season. Um, the fourth game is the game where you might see your starters, maybe, but it's mostly it. You know, it's 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 like a real-time fantasy football for people who aren't really going to play football this fall. You know, they're going to end up working other jobs. The third game is the game that really counts for the starters, where they get the most starting time. Um, Jason Campbell will mm-hmm. at least see a half. I've been hearing as as much as three quarters, which thank goodness, because really? dude hasn't had a chance to do a rhythm yet. Um, you know, he started the first game throwing, overthrowing everyone, the second game underthrowing everybody. You know, if he doesn't show us a lot in this game on Friday night, I'm going to be a little nervous. But he is supposed to play upwards of three quarters. Sweet. Good, because, yeah, like you said, he hasn't had time to get in any kind of rhythm. Yeah. Probably hasn't helped his confidence much. Yeah, and he he's not looked very good. Anyway. His timing, i got to say, his timing, and he was, he's had a problem with this his whole career. On, like, these little slant routes and everything, his timing is never right. Dude, he hesitates too much. He does hesitate too much on the quick thing, the quick passes, and that's what I like Todd Collins is the one, two, three throw. You can't hesitate on those or else they're gone. The, the, your chance is over. Yeah, he always does this kind of like, else? <laughs> and it's Too done. Late. Yeah. Have to throw it to the little dump-off guy. You know who else had the quick release this past week? Chase Daniel seemed to have a really quick release. He did. Chase Daniel, I thought, performed admirably for uh, the guy who no one gave anyone any kind of a chance to because Colt Brennan has been the darling of the backup quarterbacks since last season. And the guy that, you you know, he he played like, what, four snaps in the last game in the last two minutes of the first game? So, you know, I thought he performed rather admirably. Where's he out of? Mizzou? Mizzou. 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 Yep. Missouri. Anyway, dude. He's pretty good in college, I got to say. I mean, you know, he's kind of short. He's rather short for an NFL quarterback. But, I mean, he could play. Um. Do you guys All think right. we should take a little break right now? Um, about 35 minutes in. Um, oh, man. Yeah, I guess it's about that time. Kind of dancing on one leg. We'll take a little break here. And, and when we do that, should we come on back into uh, Tom's Trivia right on after the uh, other side of the sure, break? we're going to go here, and we'll come back into Tom's Trivia at the other side of the break. Tom's trivia. Okay. We'll see you there. You're listening to Harry Hog Football. Please hang up and try again. Hey guys, it's Tom calling with another uh, 
answer and question for uh, Tom Trivia for this week. Uh, things are a lot better now that we beat the defending Super Bowl champions. For last week, we got shut out. So hopefully, we keep the momentum rolling for this week's game against the Patriots. I'll be there with my kids, cheering loudly at least for the first half, and then we'll head home. Anyway, all right. So picking up on last week's uh, game against the Steelers, the question was: 1980, what is the Redskins' record against defending Super Bowl champions during the regular season? Um. Anyway, the uh, correct answer is the Redskins are seven and ten. Uh, real quick here, the, in 85, they lost to the 49ers. In 87, they swept the Giants. In 90, they lost to the 49ers. In 91, they swept the Giants. In 93, they split with the Cowboys. In 94, they got swept by the Cowboys. In 96, they split with the Cowboys. In 98, we lost to the Broncos. In 2000, we beat the Rams. In 03, we lost to the Bucks. In 08, we got swept by the Giants. So, uh, those from all those that, uh, only one of those games against the AFC team. Go figure. Um, anyway, the uh, the correct answer was given first by uh, David from Michigan, last year's trivia wonder. Um, there were a couple other answers that came in after him, but he got in first, so he gets the credit. Well done, David. And uh, this week's question is hopefully a little bit easier and something to catch you. Give some thought to and figure it out. Um, it's a preseason-related question, only that the players are... You know, uh, all random teams have random players on them, and they may not be there in a few weeks, but they're there now. So the question is, who are the five former Redskins quarterbacks currently on another team's roster? They're currently on the team as of today, so I guess as of, let say as of the Patriots, I don't think anyone's getting cut this week. And um, there are five guys that have been in Redskins uniform. They may or may not have played a regular season game for the Redskins, but they were either drafted by the Redskins or in their training camp or uh, traded for whatever. But on the, on the team, formerly on the Redskins team, they're now on a roster of another team in the NFL. Um, you include, not include Gus Farad, who as of this stage is not on the team. He's currently a free agent, but there are five of them out there. See if you can name them. All right, I'll talk to you guys next week. Yeah, look at you guys know the answer to this week's Tom's Trivia question, go ahead and send it in to Tom at HarryHogFootball.com. And congratulations to David from Michigan once again for winning last week's trivia. Yo, yo, am I late? Yes, Sam, Huff. No, we just said that uh, David from Michigan won the Tom's Trivia this past week. Oh, sorry. So sorry, Larry. Uh... I, was, uh, I was getting some food and taking a leak. <laughs> Larry. Larry. <laughs> For those of you guys that don't know and don't listen to the radio broadcast, Sam Huff is is known for being late coming back from intermission, uh, either because he's eating usually, or sometimes he's like, "I had to use the bathroom." Where's Sam? Usually, he's just Where's like, Sam? "I need food." Where's Sam? I'm gonna go get some of that Papa John's pizza. Where do you think Sam is? Do you think he's coming back? I don't think know. He's back to the booth, up, Larry. I don't know. I'm Larry, Larry Michael. I'm Larry Michael, the mouth of the Redskins. You're listening to the Washington Redskins Radio Network. Dude, if there was the very first thing I would do, or actually we, as I try, Umbrant would do if we ever own the Washington Redskins, 
Fire the very Larry. damn first thing we would do is fire Larry Michael. Day one. Don't you mean Larry Michaels? Larry. <laughs> Larry. Larry Michaels. I want to see Larry in my office, 9 a.m. sharp. And I would, uh, you know what? Actually, that would be the second thing. The first thing I would do is make him go to the top of the stadium, take down all the purple and orange and green FedEx <laughs> field banners that none of them are the colors of this, of the team. And then I would make him go back up the next day and put up some burgundy and gold ones that say FedEx and say, deal with it, FedEx. It's a burgundy and gold stadium. We're not putting purple and green and orange around our stadium. And then, in, and then I'd fire him. And, dude, then in the, and then, no, 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 no. Then when he's done with that dude, you tell him at the end of the day, nice job on that today. Tomorrow, you may want to bring in a few cardboard boxes. Because <laughs> <laughs> you are. I don't know. Maybe, I, maybe I'd, uh, no, the third day I would fire that beer guy from the top floor. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I would give Larry, I would give Larry Michael the opportunity to, uh, um, make a lateral move, as they say in the business world, and take that job selling beer on the uh, upper level of FedEx Field for the correct price. Let, for the correct price, dude, and the correct kind of cup, the souvenir cup. Before I let Larry go, though, much in the style of Clockwork Orange, I would make him listen to every game he has ever announced. I don't know, dude. I don't think he'd be like, I don't sound bad there. <laughs> <laughs> oh man anyway moving Larry. forward it is now time franco-american spaghettios show them your old face for the o-line report with jonathan adams who jonathan adams you know big john big john <laughs> All right, well, the O-line report this week, um, we haven't heard anything significant other than Stefan Heyer being named the starter. Although, actually, I'm going to uh, fold this right into the injury report and talk about Mike Williams because uh, Mike Williams, who is battling for a backup spot on this offensive line, um, and I'm still not sure he may, he's even going to make the team, to be honest. Hold on, dude. Um, Hold he on. Is go- he is questionable. John. What? Hold on, Hold though. On. I have a sound effect for that. Oh, I'm sorry. Man, it messed up. Hold on. <laughs> it's time for the injury report with John Adams. All right, go ahead. Dude, we waited for that? Yeah, dude. I got these little sound clips. I might as well put them in. Dude, see, it's the injury report with John Adams. (laughs) I kind of like that better. All right, the injury report. Uh, Mike Williams is questionable this Friday. He's still uh, nursing some injuries on his his huge girth. Um, Officially, he's questionable with an ankle sprain. I believe it's a high ankle sprain. But it could be a low ankle sprain. He's got big ankles. Dude, I read, anyway. I read something today where um, Big Mike Williams is probably not going to be cut. I guess we'll see. I don't know. I, mean, I don't think, Aaron, you actually mentioned this the other night over at uh, my casa. Um, 
I don't think they can put him on the practice squad because he's got too much uh too much Girth. time built up as a veteran. Yeah, I don't think they can either. But I don't know. I'm not sure so, about those rules, so. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, he's he's not playing a lot here in the preseason, that's for sure. He keeps getting injured. Mhm. So anyway, um what about the other injuries, dude? Well, other injuries going on cuz there's really nothing else to say about the O-line at this point. Um, Rock Cartwright is not going to play this weekend. He's going to be out with a groin injury. Um, do you think that, do you guys think that's going to affect his status on the team? I don't think it'll affect his status on the team, but I do think it'll give us an opportunity to look at those two guys we mentioned earlier. Or the one guy, Dorsey. Dorsey, especially. Yeah. On returns. Mm -hmm. And, uh, Marcus Mason, do not cut on, uh, as a running back. I also wouldn't be surprised if we got to see Dorsey run the ball some. That'd be cool. I want to see what he can do. Mr. Uh, Mr. Canadian Football League himself. Huh. How many years did he play in the Canadian Football League? Um, Three or four. But I'm, I'm pulling that so completely not... out of my ass. Huh. He's not a freshie or anything. No, no. I mean, he was special teams player of the year in the Canadian Football League last year. Mm-hmm. So, right. you know, this guy's got some skills. And I think he's shown yeah. some of them already in preseason. And, I mean, you know, the ball is kicked to him, he catches it, and he runs forward. So that's a huge improvement in and of itself. Like, wait, 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 wait. He runs forward immediately. Immediately. He doesn't dance. He doesn't go... no dancing. There's no so you think you can return. I mean, <laughs> I mean return. Oh man. <laughs> um, and oh, I've saved the best for last, as you guys know. Uh, looking at the itinerary with me, um, our favorite cornerback, Carlos Rogers, cut is out Friday with a calf injury. Cut. So that He's means out. we're going to Just... see initially more Fred Smoot at corner, and then I guess he'll back into uh, the safety position. But we're also going to see more Aaron's dog, Justin Tryon, number 20. <laughs> John Dude, what, what is the deal with Carlos Rogers? We've never really seen him play. It, he Seriously. sucks. That's the deal with him. <laughs> we've, never, we've never really seen Carlos Rogers play. And it seems like all these years, it seems like he's getting old now. And he's like, we haven't, still haven't seen him play because he's always hurt in one way or another. I've seen him yeah. drop a bunch of balls. I mean... <laughs> do you remember? Do you remember any long runs of Carlos Rogers playing in a in a great way? Well, no, because he's like always oh, playing twelve yards off the ball. So the only runs he has is when he's chasing the guy that's catching the ball on a slant in front of him. Interesting. I'm telling you. Anyway, anyway he's better than Tryon. <laughs> yeah, see, I, think Carlos I, I would Rogers be like the reason... celebrating here, but his backup is Fred Smoot, who we all know is on the downside of his career. And then we got Tryon. So who, you know, Byron Westbrook sucks. He's probably going to get cut. I don't. I don't know what else. We're, who's going to play? Um, don't know, dude. Maybe they can move Horton up. <laughs> anyway, dude. Um, speaking of, did you talk about Horton, the Predator, and uh, number thirty, Laron Landry? We might have ourselves one heck of a uh, safety tandem back there in the secondary. And we're going to need it yeah. with Carlos Rogers still penciled in as the starter. <laughs> yeah. We're going to need it on, like, yeah. every play that we don't blitz. <laughs> hey, dudes. 
Um, did you mention, uh, we started too earlier, I don't know if we just did, about um, Sellers. What was the extent of his injury? Um, he, it was, it was a knee to knee, like, like knock between him and another guy on the Redskins. They were knocking knees. Um, just a bruised knee, nothing serious, nothing cracked, nothing broken, no big deal. They, you know, he was pretty much fine. Just, you know, just one of those, those random hard hits where he got a bruise on there. He'll, he's going to be fine. Is he going to play this week? They're just knocking knees. He, he so is, speak. yeah, it's sick. He is still, uh, scheduled to play this Friday. Um, another player who may or not may or may not play because I haven't heard a single thing about him Friday night is Sean Springs mm-hmm. for the for Patriots, the Patriots now, of course. And I did see something about an article today about him that was said that Springs holds the Redskins in high regard, but I didn't read the article because I wasn't really interested in it. So well, that's because they kept going. Oh, it's okay if you're hurt; you don't have to play this mm-hmm. week. Now here's a question: Are the because it's the 50th anniversary of the AFL? Are the Patriots going to be playing in their old school Boston Patriots? Are they going to be playing? That'd be pretty cool. Are they going to be playing in their uniforms with a guy that's like bent over? It's a Patriot, a snapping football. Yeah, I think. Oh, is that what he's doing? Snapping football has a name. Like remember the Buccaneers back when they had their original helmets? You know. The dude with the the knife in his mouth and he's like winking at you. <laughs> yeah, still kind of sends shivers <laughs> down my spine. Are, um, but yeah, he's his name was Bucko Bruce. Dude, I think that Bucko Bruce. <laughs> it's kind of like the original, kind of like the original Oakland Raiders guy. I think too. that Bucko yeah, Bruce. Yeah, kind of like that. I wonder if 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 that dude has a name. Well, I think the Bucko Bruce and that old Patriots mascot might have hooked up and went off to Key West or something. I think the uh, the Raiders guy was named like One Eyed hey. Willie or something. Hey, Bucko Bruce. One Eyed Willie. <laughs> hey, One Eyed Willie from the, um, you know, the so, Raiders. <laughs> Dude, are you are you trying to start a rumor that Bucko Bruce uh, hooked up with One Eyed Willie? Hey, dudes! I never realized that that old Patriot logo guy was bending over snapping a football. I just thought he was bending over. Dude. No, dude, he's a center. He's a center. He's dude, snapping he a ball. Dude, he's too skinny Seriously. to be a center. Just because when they had that mascot on their helmet, they lost two Super... Was it two Super Bowls or three Super Bowls? Dude. It was at least two. Know. All I know is this. Um, anyway, all I know is they never won a Super Bowl with that guy, so they went to a, a different logo. All, um, and all I know is this, dude. I hope we go in and kick the ever-living crap out of the Patriots for that run-up of a game they did with us. Was it the two years ago? Seven game. Was that two years ago or is that this year? That was that two was, years uh, ago. Just last year, fifty-two to seven. No, it was a, it was a year. I don't know, us. but I, because we've got an in with KJ over at Comcast, she's going to be on the Patriots sideline with the video camera. Yeah, that, that I'm was. Saying. I'm sorry, that was two years ago for sure. And uh, Josh had to mention his girlfriend. Dude, <laughs> all I know is uh, remember the Alamo dudes when you guys go to Blams on Friday. There you go. So eight o'clock on Friday night, CBS, right? Versus the Pats. Okay. Um, also, before we wrap this thing up, um, the uh, first cuts, if you guys were wondering, like we were, and John had to look it up, are September first, where five players must be cut. That's right. And I think one of those players shouldn't be. Should be who? Agnone. Agnone, the fourth tight end? Yeah. 
<laughs> what about what? I think we need to cut some more. You know who I think we need to cut? Who? I think we need to go ahead and cut <laughs> DJ Hackett. No, I think he has a chance to make Marco a team. Mitchell and give DJ Hackett a chance to sign on with another team. Dude, I think DJ Hackett has Being a chance a to make it. Well, that's the thing. I think I he's a think veteran. He... I don't think it's, it would be right to hold him to the fourth game and then cut him afterwards, and he doesn't have as much of a chance to sign with another team. I think they need to go ahead and let him go, give him a chance to go somewhere else, and give the job to Marco Mitchell. Well, who do you think the other receivers are going to be? We're going to keep five, aren't we? Yeah, it's going to be the two sophomores, and then uh, oh yeah, I forgot about obviously that. Santana Moss and Randall L. Oh yeah, I forgot about the two sophomores since they never show up. Although Malcolm Kelly plays pretty well, he's he's starting to uh, uh-huh. grow on me a little bit. Sick, like a roid. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I think Marco Mitchell, um, you know, took the lead for that fifth position on um, last Saturday night. So, Absolutely. be interesting to watch the receivers this week. And uh, before we go, we would be remiss as Redskins fans if we did not mention the debacle, much like the debacle of a stadium that the Cowboys built in the 60s where the roof, you know, couldn't close like they wanted it to. Man, we put that hole in the, in the ceiling on purpose. So, How about the Cowboys? So God could look at his team. <laughs> so this time, apparently, as the Tennessee <laughs> Titans found out, the Cowboys, if you didn't hear about this, built this giant um, TV that's like 40 yards Insanely wide or something. Insanely huge television, big screen up on the – it's very impressive. Only problem is that when the dude punted the ball, it hit it. Yeah, yeah. Um, Some guys were hitting it in, in warm-ups, and in the third quarter, the backup punter for Tennessee hit the scoreboard. And I'm not going to go into the details of the uh, of the uh, referees. None of the referees actually seeing what happened and uh, and whatnot. But essentially, what happens according to the rules, which I didn't even know there was a rule about this, but it's a do-over. Basically, they reset the clock and you kick again. You lose no time. It's the same play done again. Um, but the point- Jeff Fisher, the coach of the Titans, was not happy about this, and he is the co-chairman of the uh, competition committee. And I do believe tonight there is actually a uh, conference call within the league um, talking about this because Jerry Jones is like, I ain't moving that scoreboard. I say, How about it'll cost I, him, Dude, it'll cost him millions of dollars to I move say, that scoreboard. That's well, maybe he saying. should hide, hired a different engineer than who built Texas Stadium. Someone that, like, you know. I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm, I'm just telling you. Of course, that's going to be his reaction. But here's except for the fact that U two is going to be playing a concert there in October, and they had already made plans to move the scoreboard up for them. And here's really? oh, busted Jerry Jones! How about them Cowboys? And here's here's the other thing, dude. Um, I say if he refuses to move it, then the teams refuse to play there. It's well, his whole thing is just like I think it adds to the competition. How about them Cowboys? It's like, dude, this isn't baseball. He said it adds you can't to the build competition. A stadium with like hills in the outfield, like <laughs> in Houston, like crap like that, or a big green monster in one corner. What is that crap? Yeah, what's next? Is he going to make his end zone twenty feet wide instead of ten? I mean, ten, twenty feet, I know. twenty yards it's, wide. I don't know, like, dude. dude I don't know, dude. That's that's not how football's played. No matter what you want to do, there, Jerry Jones. So, uh, but a couple, a couple of notes though. A couple of notes on the Cowboys ah! since we're talking about them. One. One, I still want to buy a brick 
that goes in the Dallas Cowboys stadium when you walk into the stadium, and I want it to say Dallas sucks, HarryHogFootball.com. One, that's one Can thing. you do that, dude? Um, yeah, they're selling bricks. You can still buy bricks and put whatever, whatever you want. Whatever you want. Um, I mean, I guess they could say, no, you can't put that on there. All right, but we got to check into that because we might whatever. be able to get Harry Hog listeners to chip in for one of those bricks. Dude, that'd be Hail sweet. to the Redskins. We could at least make it say hail to the Redskins. Okay. Um, that would two, be awesome. In, two, in week five of regular season this year, the Kansas City Chiefs are playing the Dallas Cowboys. Why do I bring this up? Because in week five, the Kansas City Chiefs will be wearing their original AFL uniforms, nice. which were which were the Dallas Texans. That's right. So the Dallas Texans will be playing the Dallas Cowboys. Lamar Hunt moved the team to Kansas City because of, of problems with having two teams in that little podunk town. <laughs> That's right. That didn't I even just exist want to point that out, our dude. first two world championships. <laughs> so it will be a Dallas versus Dallas night on the 5th. Go Chiefs! On, the fifth, <laughs> yeah. on, on Go week Texas. 5, excuse me, which is uh, October the 11th, I believe. We all know that we'll be pulling for the Texans that evening. And I do believe that's an away game because that is that is during the window of a time off for t- for the new Texas Dallas Stadium where they've been talking about having to move the stadium because of, amongst other things, a U2 concert. How can they move the stadium? <laughs> well, all I can I mean, say is that will, the the o- <laughs> that will be the only time in the history of my being that I will actually pull for now, Dallas. Now, here's something... The Dallas ah, Dude, but here's something cool that I did hear about their stadium that Dan Snyder might want to think about doing something similar to. Did you hear that they have a standing room only? I think it's like they have some what? big area like standing room only at the new Dallas Stadium where like 30,000 people can go, and it's only $29 a ticket to get in there. Wow. Sounds like a soccer match to me. Dude. What? Sounds like people getting trampled at a soccer match. Well, I'm to just me. saying, dude. Sounds like that that Azteca Stadium in Mexico, in Mexico City. Exactly. You know where they throw bags of urine at the American fans. I was just saying, dudes, <laughs> it gives fans that can't afford two hundred dollar tickets a chance to actually go to a game that most people stand up for the whole entire thing anyway. Yeah, they yeah, have that they in a, at some, a lot of the other stadiums actually, um, including the Buccaneers. They actually had that at Cincinnati. We went to the Cincinnati game last year. Remember that whole end area where they had that uh, standing spot, standing room? I like their stadium there. That was a nice little stadium. It was kind of surreal, like yeah. we were back in the 60s or something, but yeah. Yeah, it was a little different, but that happens when you go to Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, I think that about wraps it up. Do you guys have anything else you want to add before we uh, prepare to start tailgating so. the game in two days? Out will right. be. Uh, nope, just uh, you know, check in online to uh, harryhogfootball.com. Also, go to uh, redskinsbook.com. If you haven't checked out Redskins Book, go and uh, log in. It's free and uh, start communicating Facebook style on our own private social network with your fellow Redskins fans and Harry Hog listeners. And, and soon, soon, the new harryhogfootball.com will be getting uh, rolled out. For those of you guys who are reading the articles on there and you're like, dude, I can't post what's up, that have been sending emails about that, it's it's once we get the new one rolled out, you're going to be able to get on there and, and say uh, how much you love the articles that are written on there every single day or once a week by me and, by and Aaron. Josh. 
And dudes, if you're in the fantasy league, our draft is tomorrow at eight o'clock, which is Thursday, Thursday, 8 p.m. That's right. And we're still looking for one more person and the very next person to sign up because we've had about 17 people say, I'm in, I'm in and never respond to their email. So uh, if you want to join the fantasy football league with Harry Hog football, one spot is still open. And you need to send email an email to John at HarryHogFootball.com. John at HarryHogFootball.com. And you might be in there. And you need to do it like before Thursday now. at 8 o'clock. So you can. Yep. Actually, you need to do it earlier than that so you can get your team set up. Anyway. Like That's like right. on your way to work, you need you need to be writing your email as you drive to work. You need to That's right. And I'll be checking my email all day because I'm off tomorrow. And uh, I'd really hate to kick Josh out of the league. So somebody get in there. We're in an odd number right now. Text it to John at HarryHuckFootball.com. <laughs> anyway, I think that about Don't wraps it up. Text it. Email it. Um, let me see. Uh, here, here we go. That about wraps it up, dudes. We'll Good talk to you guys after the Redskins, Scrubs, Trounce, the Patriots, Scrubs. Nah, dude, this is gonna be like mostly starters in this game. All right, well then. That's right, man. We're gonna we're gonna see our starters and see what they've got. Hopefully, we'll get a we'll get a good glimpse of uh, what we'll see in regular season this week. So that's yeah, exciting. and hopefully the that's glimpse right. will be something positive. So that's right, we'll talk to you guys next week. Hail to the Redskins! Hail victory! And as always, oh Josh, you need to tell him about the Cowboys sign yeah. you saw before we close this out for good. Oh man! Okay, yeah. all right, I'll touch on this. I'll touch on this. I was up in Roanoke, Virginia, and I, I was at the um, city market area, and I go to this little place called the Cornerstone Bar and Grill or something like that. And I walk in, and there's this sign, and hopefully Aaron will put it up here on the podcast. There's this sign. I take a picture of it because I couldn't believe it. It had like changeable numbers, but the sign basically said um, no more than, and then you fill in the number. Dallas fans in this place at any given time or something like that. What, did, what was the actual word? It says word actually here, notice no more than blank Dallas Cowboy fans at any time. <laughs> anyway, I'll put it up for the and, whole and podcast. It's be up, yeah, and it's going to be up on the website as well. Yeah. We'll, we'll see you there guys you next there week. It, it was awesome. Hail to the Redskins. And if you see a Cowboys fan, joke You have to move your scoreboard. I ain't move my scoreboard.